Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What's up, Ryan? The Flyers may be a disease. Is that a fair assessment? Of More than fair. So we have just become a disease. Mm-hmm. If you're diagnosed with the Philadelphia Flyers, you are never, ever going to make the playoffs ever again. Yep. Um, you're not going to have a head coach that can do anything. And consequently, you are going to just suck. Is that yeah. fair? It's fair, very fair. Okay, moving on from the uh, the storm of disgust from that organization, let's move on to another storm of disgust. <laughs> the Sixers! Sixers! Losing to the Hawks again. How do you let Trey Young drop that much? <laughs> he's good, but he's, not, he's a rookie! Uh, How, why are we letting these teams beat us, man? It's like... I. <sighs> And this is what worries me. You're still the, for the playoffs, dude. Listen, the three seed is, is still not locked up yet. You still can lose it. That's the problem, right? I I wouldn't care if we had the three seed locked up, but we don't. It's, you literally need to like win like one game. That's pretty much it. And and, and the Celtics and the Pacers need to lose one more each, and you have it. And let's, but we can't get that last win before we move on. As much as I'm, I, I might be hating here. I don't think I am. Brett Brown's on thin ice. Is that a fair assessment? We said this last week, and we were kind of joking about it, but I think we're serious this week. If we lose in the first round of the playoffs, he's out. I don't want it to be that way because I see how he does unite the locker room, but let's elaborate on it further because I am just so disgusted with the play that I've seen. Okay, well, you got to think about this. Minus Joel Embiid the last few games, but that's True. still no excuse to lose the teams like the Hawks. That's not an excuse to lose to Atlanta. Right. And then you see Giannis coming out saying his spiel. All right, we'll, we'll get into it. But we have something to be happy about. Yay. The Phillies. Phillies, finally. The bad news is, let's let's knock the bad news out first. They're not going to go 162 now. Oh, yeah, right. Dude, they almost had it, though. Uh, it was close. They, you know, uh, it was. All right, we, we still got a, what, a 156 magic number? It's okay. We almost made it, though. Yeah, all right. Well, we're good. Uh, it was a close. Now, Listen, that game... Hey, David Robertson walked in. The, David yeah. Robertson has been bad. It was Sir Anthony and David Robertson. Sir Anthony gave up the one run um, to tie it or, or put it close, and then David Robertson just kept walking, guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we, we really didn't deserve to be in that game, let's be honest, because we were down that whole game. Yeah. McCutcheon has that three-run double that puts us in the lead, and then Sir Anthony and Robertson kind of blow it there. But, um I'm not mad at it. I mean, we're still early in the season. Oh yeah, it happens. They'll. Um, uh, I think both of those guys will be fine. But there's two performances specifically, two acquisitions that I want to talk about. Bryce Harper is murdering it. Well, yeah, that's the that's the big one. He either walks, ropes it, or strikes, or strikes it out. out. Yeah. But which is fine. He's what close to 500 average. He's hitting 500 exactly. Exactly 500. Yes. Okay. That's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. Three home runs. All of them have been. Amazing. Uh, seven walks. Seven walks. That, that's, that's, that's like, I think that's the best stat. Right that's here. also an effective lineup. Gabe, you might have won me. You might have won me, baby. Dude, we're talking about Ryan. Maybe. I'm talking maybe. You might jump on the Gabe Kapler bandwagon. And you know. Oh, I'm from Philly, so I'm going to criticize you no matter what. Oh, oh, of course. I'm kind of a tool. I'm not going to lie. Yep, aren't we all? Yeah, we are. But, if you win me over, 
I, I, I can't give that you... says a lot, man. I can't give it to you just yet. No, it's no. too early too early. season. Too early. But if I hop on that bandwagon... If you continue this trend, I'm, it's looking good for you, Gabe. Gabe, I'm, I, I have never been more impressed on someone who could flip it around. Yeah. In, in what, five games? Yeah, five games. Well, anyways, the second one was David Robertson, and I'm going to get into his shenanigans later. Yes. Anything left to say, Chippy? Let's cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. All right. Let's... Forget about the huddle because there's nothing going on in Birdsland. No. The Flyers. I don't want to talk. About are a disease. So let's not talk about them. Okay, man. Yeah. You know, chill. They're, they're officially out. We're just gonna say that they they stink. And we're, let's move on. All right, we're done. Sixers. Yeah. Let's they, crash. Oh. Let's crash the. Oh. Let's get angry because this is getting ridiculous. Dude, why? <sighs> Why what? Why can't we beat bad teams? Look, if we have to play Brooklyn in the playoffs, we might lose. They've had our number this we season. We might lose. We honestly, we could lose any team. I think we could lose to Detroit. Yeah, I think we can lose to Brooklyn. Yep, that's <laughs> a problem, man. We lose to Miami. I don't think they're going to reach I, the six seed. I don't think but we could lose to Miami, but I think we could. Kelly Olynyk. Who else? Who else? Oh, uh, Orlando. I guess is in it technically. I don't know. What we lost was. to Orlando. We did lose Orlando pretty badly, actually, too. Ugh. And I think that was no. It's the, wait, was that? I think that was with Embiid. I think it was. That was was that the game that it was with Embiid. That was with Embiid. Oh, that was with South Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look at the standings right now, but like the third seed is still not. It's it's still up for it's grabs. It's not in place. It's up for grabs, man. If we continuously lose to these garbage teams, how are we supposed to call ourselves a true contender? Yeah, so now, now, like you're right, we haven't had Embiid, but that's no excuse. It's no, you can't, you can't lose to these bad teams. Right now, it's Milwaukee one, Toronto two, Philadelphia three, Boston four, Indiana five. They're both, they're Boston and Indiana are tied. Detroit six, Brooklyn seven, Orlando eight. Wow, so Miami's out of it right now. Really? But they're a half game back. Okay, okay. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a race. Embiid is back officially tonight. I just got that notification as well. Jimmy Butler is out, though. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. I mean, we have to win. I think I mentioned... I think I said one game, but we have to win... Because we're up, we're up two games on Indiana and Boston. We have to win two. We have to win two. And they have to lose two. Uh, well, because there's four games left. So, yeah, they yeah, have to, yeah, they have yeah. to lose two. But... I mean, you have, to, you have to win these last games. And then I know Milwaukee's... It's going to be a tough game, especially without Jimmy Butler... Um, but I well, mean, like we have to I finish think, out the season. I, I think with our two last, wins. I think our last three games are. I know we play Chicago. I know we play Miami. And we might play Chicago. Actually, we might play Chicago twice. Let me check that too. I mean, but but if we lose to Chicago, we did. We, also we already lost, did. We also lost to Chicago. This is one of the problems that just has to. It just has to stop right now. Yep, Milwaukee tonight, Chicago. Saturday in Chicago, Miami on Tuesday in Miami, and then 
Uh, Wednesday is Chicago again. At home. At home. To finish out the season. Well, so, and, you know, if you lose tonight, you know, you lose tonight. It's Milwaukee year without Jimmy Butler. I get it. Last three games, have must have, they have to be wins. Have to be. Must wins. Or tonight has to be a must win. Or tonight. Uh, they all are must win games. They all, yeah, they are. Let's stop playing down certain games because I feel like you brought up this point last podcast. We seem to be a team that underestimates yep. other teams that aren't as talented. Because we've performed, like, listen, we've beaten Milwaukee this year. Mm-hmm. We lost, I mean, we lost four, I mean, we lost uh, three out of four to Boston. We beat the la- we beat them the last game. Uh, I think we took two from Milwaukee. We or- did. We took two from Milwaukee? I think so. And we're playing the last time. Yeah, so I think it's, we're two and ones against them. We're playing them tonight. Um, Toronto, I think we took one or two maybe. So, I mean, and it's weird. Like, a lot of the Western Conference teams we, we do good against. We beat Houston. We beat Golden State. Uh, we've beaten Denver, I think. And, you know, we beat San Antonio. So... You know, it's you got you got to come every night, man. You can't you can't take these teams lightly, because you know they're they're professionals. They're gonna find a way to beat you. So I I don't know. It's just it's frustrating right now because we're so close to playoffs. And last year we were riding high on that 15, 16 game winning streak. And uh, I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's it's frustrating. Now, hear me out here. This tendency, do you think that it has anything to do with the possible midseason acquisitions, the team meshing together? Do you see a problem there? No. Or is that just something that popped into my head that I probably shouldn't be thinking? No, it's, I mean, you know, you're a typical fan. You think of everything. Um, but no, I, I've, I've seen no issues between guys on the no, team. No chemistry no issues. No chemistry issues. Everyone. I'm not talking arguments. I'm just talking about style of play. No, I mean, no. I, I You know, this team when this team... When this team succeeds, it's, it's, it is awesome. It's a good team, you know. When they're when they're on, they're 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 a dangerous team. Uh, but you know, we've seen them on, and we've seen them, you know, off, off. really badly. We've we've seen Redick have bad games. We've seen Tobias Harris have bad games. Uh, we've seen Jimmy Butler have some bad games. Um, so well, see, one of the problems is too, and I think we've addressed this already. If say Ben Simmons has to miss a game, we can't only rely on JJ Redick's three point shooting. Well, yeah, to get us through. Yeah, and I feel like. We we put the world on its shoulders sometimes. Yeah, a, 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 an NBA three point shot is hard enough, especially when you have a professional defending you. And, and as a fan, you don't really think about that. Oh, it's your job to knock that down, but it's not going to go down every time. Well, I think that comes back to our bench too. Our bench is weak. It is weak. Now, with the recent signing, how do you feel about the waving of Patton? That's fine. We got Greg Monroe. Yeah, I kind of like that actually. I don't hate it. I I just thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no yeah, complaints. I think no he'll you know, Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he'll, you know, add something different to the bench. I mean, you know, I think Sixers honestly right now are just doing everything they can to add more depth to the bench because they know that we need it. Because we need it, right? And, we and need it. They, I think they know that. And uh, yeah, I, I just I don't know this bench. It's eh, it's sometimes it's like. You know, the one game they'll have a great, like Mike Scott will have a great game. You're like, oh yeah, this this is a good bench. But then other games they, they don't they don't none of them show up. Like literally none of them. 
So it's and again we yeah, love- and then you have Joe Jonah Bolden going off for nineteen, right. right? Yeah, that was that was really random. But if that's his potential, it was great to see. He's got to keep it up. <laughs> but they're not going to. And, and it's the bench. And well, he started that game, so he played a lot of minutes yeah, and he played well. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean we've seen what we've seen what the guys on the bench can do. It's you know it's a matter of you know how many minutes they get and whether they show up. It's the upkeep. Yeah. Can they con- can they consistently go out there every single game and at least put up a level of product productivity that will get us wins? Here's the bottom line. I don't think so. Here's here's what I'm hoping. Once playoffs start, they're going to turn to another level, and they're going to be like, "Here, we- all right, now regular season's over. It's playoff time. Let's turn it to another gear, and they'll start playing." Well, playoffs are a different animal. A hundred percent, and that that's what I'm hoping at this point. With the playoffs being a completely different animal, I feel like even the bench will come out there with an animosity yes. that we're not used to seeing. That's again, that's what I'm also hoping and praying happens. Any team in the playoffs, I would hope that no one underestimates. Of course, you're, they're in the playoffs for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, you work hard all year. You make the playoffs. You're right. not just going to be underestimated and just you shoot. Gotta, I mean, and you got to look out for those bottom uh, bottom of the league team because they've been fighting all year. You know, they want it. They've they're been hungry. In, they've been on playoff mode since halfway through the season, so they've been. You know, fighting and fighting and fighting, and then they make it, and then they they've been in playoff mode already, so they know what it you know what know what it's like. They know what it entails. They, yeah, they know what they have to do, and they right. know what they have to they do know, to win. They know what it takes to win, and yeah. So again, you can't you can't take these teams lightly. I don't care what team it is. I don't care if it's this the worst team in the league. I don't care if it's the Knicks. You can't. They'll they will beat you if you take them too easily. You're not wrong. It's the NBA. They're professionals, and you know. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's just if you're in the NBA, you are a professional basketball player in the National Basketball Association. You are going to go out there and play to win. Yes, unless you're tanking, of course. Which um, the Knicks, I guess, are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, in that case, then no. But <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're guilty of it too for the hinky years. So we are. Can't really complain. But I don't see how we can justify these losses in the regular season. To teams like Orlando, two to Atlanta. I just, I think it's, I think it. Did we lose to the Lakers earlier? I don't know. Maybe uh, things like that. But I, I mean, I think, it, I think the biggest thing right now is our defense. I mean, we let Atlanta score 130 points against us. We let T- Trey Young score 33. You know, and and I and we know Trey Young's going to be good. I mean, but he's still a rookie. You know, he you can't you let you can't let a rookie put up 33, put up 33 points. against you. Twice you put up thirty against us twice. Well, I think I, we have to we have to really up our defense if we want to make a deep run. And this is where I'm going to get into the Brett Brown hate. Okay. We've seen time and time again that the Sixers have been willing to allow the top shooter on the opposing team yeah. to just knock down whatever they want and just go back on yeah the offensive end and try to nail a shot. Mm-hmm. How many times does it have to be proven to us that that is ineffective? Now it works sometimes, but it's chance. If Trey Young's not hot, it's a great strategy. Yeah. But he's Trey Young. We know he has a three-point shot. Why are we doing that? Yeah. We know he can drive the lane. We know he's got a nice teardrop because he just stabbed a heart. Stabbed a heart. Stabbed, stabbed us right in the heart in that one game. Yeah. I just don't see how we can justify that strategy. Why does Brett Brown refuse to? Adopt a new strategy or anything at all. I just got a notification that says James Ennis to miss time. 
He has a quad injury. Will be reevaluated in two weeks. So he's missing some playoff time. Fantastic. Yay! Just throw another. All right, well... Our bench is not... It's... No, no, no. Let's not deter from this conversation right now. Go ahead. If we lose in the first round of the playoffs, there's a trash can in the corner of this room right, right now. Well, that's harsh. Don't... Okay. If we lose in the first round of the playoffs, man... Brett's gone. Is he gone, or is he on the same plane as the uh, trio of individuals we no longer speak of? Both. Both? He's gone, dude. Gotta fire him. Now, remains to be seen if they will. The thing, I, re- I, I really don't know if they will if they would fire him if we lost in the first round. I really don't know. Well, the thing that I hate the most is Brett Brown knows how to unify the team. Yes. He's a very good emotional leader. player's coach. Right. But at what point does a player's coach fail? When your game plan's not good enough. Have we not seen that a lot this year? And last. I agree, man. I agree. How many times do we have to get it through? And it's not just us. It's a lot of analysts. A lot of people are on the on the train with you, brother. Uh, it's not on that the I, on the train with us. Let's be real. It's not that I want him gone. It's a it's adopt a new game plan. Yeah. Fix it. Change something. I mean, there has to be something. You can't just let the best shooter on the team drop forty. And expect them not to be close. Yeah, you got to do something differently defensively because, and it's been happening all year. I mean, in the beginning of the season, we let Kemba score sixty on us. Uh, someone had uh, Blake Griffin had fifty on us in the beginning of the year, so it's been happening all year. Um, and it's not just one guy. Like the whole team, I, like our pick and roll defense is is off at times. At a lot of the times, I, I don't know. It's just. It's weird. Like our defense needs to be, it needs to be changed because it's not effective at all. Because we're we're letting these teams score 125 to 130 points a game against us. Uh, we're it letting, seems like, but we're letting these teams that shouldn't even be in our league. Yeah. Just keep it that close. What is happening? Our defense has been horrendous. It's been bad. That's what's happening. Yeah. I mean, again, like I said, I... So you're telling me that every single person on the team just can't play defense? I find that no, illogical. No. It, then what is it? Are they coached not to? <laughs> no. Yeah, defense is the, one of the biggest parts of the game. Yeah. I don't know. They're just playing it poorly. You're right. They are. I'm not disagreeing with you at this point. Brett Brown. He's got to fix it now. He does. He does. I agree. Yeah, I... Do something different. Because you're not winning in the playoffs if you play, if you play defense like this. You're not. It, Think of Boston. Kyrie's going to score 50 a night. <laughs> or Tatum. Or anyone on that team, let's be honest. Marcus Morris. They all kill us. Al Horford kills us. Well, let's Aaron Bain freaking shoots his brains out from three against us for some ungodly known reason. Well, that's because they hate us. Terry Rozier is like the best point guard in the league when he plays against us. That, again, that, that's because they hate us. Yeah. And we're just like, okay, go ahead. 
<laughs> Score 50. It's, it's like that SpongeBob scene where it's like, be assertive. Beep, beep. Not insertive. <laughs> now let him have it. You, you can, can have it. it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what happens yep. every single time. We're just the letting Sixers him play the Celtics. We're letting him have the damn ice cream. We want the ice cream. I can't take it anymore. We have to beat the Celtics. I can't stand Brad Stevens' face. Let me start there. I can't stand. I can't stand anyone on that team's face. I can't. I look at. I look at anyone on that team. And I just want to vomit. <laughs> Dude, I'm that's, serious, man. I, I know. I, I couldn't help I'm myself. I'm sorry. But... Jason Tatum's face is Jason pretty Tatum. vulnerable. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, let me. Just, uh, Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie is a flat earther, so let's start. Okay, well, <laughs> let's that's re- actually pretty hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious, yeah. Terry Rozier. Vomit. Marcus Morris. Vom. Al Horford. You know. Aaron Baines. He is a pull-the-trigger. Jalen Brown. Vomit. Who plays a four for them? Does Marcus Morris start for them? Am I missing someone? Who cares, Chippy? Chip. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Hayward... Who hates the fact that he has four daughters. He does. He does. It's hilarious. Suck it. Karma. 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 Now. He also, his foot almost fall, fall off. But okay. okay. We, we don't make that. fun of injuries. No, we don't talk about that. But. We have to. If if we can't beat teams like this, how are we supposed to go in and beat Boston if we have to? Or anyone. Or Toronto. Or Milwaukee. You, you got the point. I think, Same I think we can beat Indiana, though. Healthy. You know, honestly, no. We're throwing them in there, too. Because we lost to the freaking Hawks. Twice. And the we Magic. lost to Chicago. I mean, we lost to and Magic. And, the Magic. and we, lo- we lost to bad teams. So, yeah, Indiana's going that, that whole list of teams proves that any team that is in playoff contention can beat us. We are not an unstoppable force. I said, I'm going to, this is the last thing I'm going to say. I, again, I'm, I'm just hoping and praying when it comes playoff time, they just turn the, they turn the switch. And they go full on just, I don't even know, just just full on game time. <laughs> no, they, they just, they have to turn on their game. They have to play. And win, and please just win. Get the three seed. Please, for the love of God. I don't want to play. You don't want to play Boston. Yes. No one does, Chip. Well, I think Toronto and Milwaukee could beat them, honestly. It's, they've been having, like, a weird year. Mm-hmm. But they're still two games behind us. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Dude. What is wrong? Why Everything. Can't we, we can't just shake them, the, the Boston off of us. Dude, it, it it just is what it is. Why can't they point? just suck one year? Why can't they just suck one year? Like, they have a good team, but they just are terrible. Why can't that happen? Dude... I know what you're saying, <laughs> but it is so Philadelphia to do that. It, I, I just can't. I, I can't. I can't comprehend the fact that we can't get over the hump that is Boston. We can't get over the hump that is Orlando. Well, we can't well. get over the hump that is Atlanta. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just. Let's we just, can't get over the hump that is Chicago. Let's just hope that they win these last four games. Which they probably won't. I think they're going to lose them all tonight. Let's just hope they win these last four games. Lock the three seed up. And then see what we play from there. That's all you can do. 
I, I don't know. And play some damn defense, Sixers. I'm done. Yeah, good call. Good call. Uh, all right. Fi- final thing. Let's uh, talk about how the James Ennis injury hurts us even further. Oh, yeah, well. Uh, what's, that, what's that mean for us? It's just throwing another, you know. Dagger. Yeah. I mean, our bench was already not that great. And, uh, you know, I mean, James, James, James Ennis gave you some good minutes. And, well, not, not anymore. At least for the first couple games of the playoffs. I mean, he's going to be re-evaluating, reevaluated in two weeks. Already playoff time. Which is playoff time. And then we don't know the severity of the injury, which could be, we don't even know. So, he could be after the rest of the season, for all we know. Uh, we, can only, we can only hope so much, too. Yeah. Yeah. But the bottom line is he's at least out for two weeks now. Uh, so, all right. Yeah, I th- I don't. Let's I don't, put let's put the balls back on the rack. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the Sixers anymore. <laughs> I no, I, it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's just frustrating. As like this is the time you need to win these last few games. It's playoff time. We're antsy, you know. For for such a talented team, oh, man. I just don't see how we struggle so much. Against these awful teams this year, I uh, defense man. All right, the last ball's on the rack. We're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. Oh, we're done. We're done. Uh, let's let's get in the happy mode. Yeah, let's uh, please. Let's, let's, let's just talk Phillies, man. All right, let's get in the happy mode. We're gonna walk it off. Oh man. All right, so man, it feels good to say that. Yeah, well, walk it off. Let me start off with the annoying things. Okay. Well, all right. I know it's early, and David Robertson's only had two appearances, but in those appearances, he has struggled. Yeah. He was an expensive signing, too. Somewhat expensive. I think it was actually a pretty good deal for him. 24 mil? A 12 a year? You said it's a tiered deal. deal. It's not bad. Hmm. 12 a year is not bad. But for that talent, maybe it's just early. It's early, I think. I don't think it's anything to be. That's something to just major. monitor. That is something to monitor. Okay. I'm not going to bullpen read. In, bullpen in general is something to monitor. Hector Neris back up to his games. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sir Anthony gave up that you know the first run, and then David Robertson kind of finished it off there. But yeah, I think just bullpen in general. You know who I do like it though, Adam Morgan. I like him. I think we talked about this last season on the podcast. He was, I mean, he was only, I, th- I feel like he was the only consistent bullpen guy. Yeah, there, there is someone in Phillies Nation who really hates Adam Morgan. Really? Just despises him. I yeah. like Adam Morgan. Yeah, I, I don't hate Adam Morgan, but I don't think he's great. I mean, no, nah, but he was our only consistent arm throughout the whole year. It, he had a couple... I mean, well, yeah. Against he, Chicago, he, he, I mean, remember that. Well, yeah, he, I'm just saying he he played throughout the whole year. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, our yeah. whole bullpen, I feel like, was injured last year. Tommy Hunter, our boy Tommy Hunter, who, Yo, was, who was injured to run now. Tommy. To run Tommy. He was injured now, thank God. Uh, no, but we never uh, wish, we never was injury upon people. But um, yeah, two run Tommy. Uh, I cannot wait. Pat Neshek last year was her for Pat majority Nishek. of the year. He's good. And he's good. And he's good. He, you know, he came back and he's been he's been playing well. Um, See, that's a good thing about bullpen pitchers too. They have a long. Uh, they have more longevity in the, to their career due to yeah, the fact right. that they're not pitching as much. Exactly. So 
I'm not worried about Pat Neshek's age so much as I'm no. worried. Can he come out and pitch an inning? Yes, yes. 100% he can. Um, Saran- I think Saranthony was hurt for a little bit of last year. Um, we didn't have David Robertson last year. Um, so, you know, it was just our bullpen was all over mm. the place last year. Um, so, and, and you, know, you know, we added a few guys. We added Nicasio in the uh, Segura trade. Uh, we added, uh, what's, uh, what's his name, Alvarado, I think his name is, or Alvar- something like that. The lefty we got in from the uh, Angels. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, our bullpen is, it's, it's it's it just feels different this year. Uh, I mean, our whole t- team feels different, obviously. But um, yeah, I mean, we 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 have two lefties in in there, which is Morgan and Alvarez. I think I think it's Jose Alvarez. It is Jose Alvarez. Jose Alvarez. He's the other lefty in there. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to take a little bit of time for them for the bullpen guys. I mean, a lot of these guys have, are new to the team, so it's just going to take time for them to mesh. I think so. I don't think it's anything. Too badly to worry about, and, and Robertson's. You know he's been, he's been a lot, You know he's been around the block. He he's been on good teams. Been on pretty bad teams with the White Sox. Mm-hmm. So you know he knows he knows how to win. He knows how to you know bounce back. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you're you're telling me. It's but the lineup. Oh my god, I just want you know. And I know everyone's talking about Harper and you know Hoskins, Real Muto. Let's talk about Franco for a second. Michael Franco has been unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, like I want to, like I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. The first story I wrote for Phillies Nation when I got into Philadelphia Sports Nation was called "Like Mike." Yeah. Because if he can perform, he changes that lineup around. 100. percent And I don't care. I I express concern over the fact that he's batting eighth. Yeah. I don't care anymore. He's yeah. working. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I want to just say this. He he did say it in the beginning of the season. He didn't really like the fact that he's batting eighth, and I like that mm-hmm. because now he has something to prove. If and if, if he you proves if it. you want to be moved in the lineup, go out and prove it. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that so far. So, you know, it's tough because you know, it, you know, you see him doing well. You want to move him up, but you don't really want to because you know he want you, you kind of want him to stay succeed, in, stay succeed, in, stay in that yeah. spot and and you know keep doing what he's doing. So, uh, I'm not sure if they'll move him, but. If they keep him there and he keeps hitting like this, you know, I have no problem with it. I, the lineup, you know, I had some questions. We had some questions about it. You know, we weren't sure about Hernandez batting seventh. Um, but, you know, he's been well there. Odubel batting sixth. He's been great there. He had three doubles in a game uh, against Washington. Um, and, and the top five have been unbelievable throughout. I mean, and just this yeah, whole lineup yeah. has been this whole lineup has been great. Now, going it's, been, it's just been fun to watch. I've been, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's been so long. Going off of Franco's success, Odubel, yeah, his success it it is solely based on whether he can hold off of those crap pitches in the dirt. Yeah, I like Odubel can does either frustrate me. Odubel can either hit very well, and he hits for contact and power. He's yeah. good. We've seen him do that. But last year we also saw him fall off when he just started chasing everything that was everywhere. Yep. I'm pretty sure he would have swung in a ball at his face last year. Yeah, and, and if if he can consistently actually not do that, maybe. Yeah. Here's here's the biggest thing for me, and you know I know we're five games into the season, you know we just started, um, but you know we, we saw this last year. We started off hot in in the half first half of the season. I'm curious to see if the the guys on the team from last year 
don't do the same thing. You mm-hmm. know, they start off hot and then they fall off completely. And I'm also curious to see if that does happen, what our new guys will do about it. Because trust me, we have a lot of new guys. Half of our lineup is new. Our our first three guys are new, and then five is new, and then six, seven, eight are all there. But you know, we added a lot of pieces, so I'm not, you know, I'm not as worried as it, to see the fall off again because, you know, I know these new guys won't that, let that happen. I just and and you know, even our the pitchers that we got and just the veterans that we have now, and you know, I know I I think Gabe Kapler has you know, it's changed his ways a little bit. Um, so that's the biggest thing, and, and you got to keep this going throughout the whole season. Now, three things. First, I'm going to just bounce off of that Gabe Kapler statement you just made. Mm. If he can consistently do this. Yeah. Like, I, I have mentioned the word consistency at least six times in this podcast, but no one seems to realize how important that is. It's huge. Biggest. It's one of the biggest. It's just, it's, yeah. One of huge. one of the biggest things last year was the fact that the lineup was changing all the time. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have an established lineup allows the players to know where they're going and know that they can prepare for this game in a way. You, if you're batting fourth in a game, you have to prepare differently than someone who's leading off. Exactly. Your job as a leadoff hitter is to get on base. Your yeah. job as a cleanup hitter is to, to score s- runs, sweep them in. Right. Now, the second thing, Real Muto is great. Mm. I just think that that was one of the best. That was one of the most low key additions compared to the rest of the league. That was amazing compared to the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since we got Harper, you know, all those other moves yeah. have been you know a little undermined. But I, yeah, I completely 100%, agree, hundred percent. Harper has been phenomenal. Yeah, no question. That dude knows how to rake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and here's the thing, like. If you if you want to be a good team, if you want to win, you need to have that one guy who is, you know, the leader of your team. A winner. Oh, a, a winner. And, you know, Harper now is is that guy for us. He just gives you energy. You know, he 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 you know he plays with the fans and he just gives you energy. And you know, even even on away games, we still make our presence known. We all know that. So, you know, it's just. It just I don't know he 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 knows how to get us riled up and that just fires up them even more. You know I feel like of all things too, Bryce likes it here so far. Yeah, I love those bows that he's doing. Did you see the <laughs> game in Washington where all of Philly pretty much took over the right field porch? <laughs> yep. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. I didn't think Washington had a that much boo in them. Oh well. Yeah. I mean, so, even even in the booze, you still you did see her some cheers, but yeah, it was it was a lot of booze in, in the first at bat, and that well, the second at bat too. He struck out. But, well, uh, I mean, but he still he hit a bomb. He had a bomb. That was awesome. <laughs> it was a four hundred and sixty-five feet. That was nice. That was the first one. Oh, uh, the first one. I don't know what the other one was. Uh, it was still it was close. To it that, was great, but it was a bomb. Uh, now I did want to bring this up to you too. What happened to Victor Arano? I have no idea. Is he on the team? Yeah, I, no, he's not in the bullpen right now. All right, well, maybe he's in the minors. Did we trade him? I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, the reason I ask is I, I thought Victor uh, Rano had more potential than Edibre Ramos, and Ramos I think, is still worse. Yeah, no, I think Arano is in the minors. I mean, if he can develop, that's fine. Yeah. I just didn't want to see him go. You know, I, I wanted to. I did like him, too. I, like, he did have a couple games where he blew it, but early in the season, if you remember last year, he was on one. Yeah, he was. He had a good stretch there. 
I, that's just... That's what this season really is. It's awesome. <laughs> it is great. Yeah, it's going to be... I, it's Yeah. Finally, we look forward to the Phillies. Finally. Uh, you know, we did forget to mention one person, too. McCutcheon. Oh, yeah. That's looking like a pretty solid pickup. Yeah. So is all of our pickups, let's be honest. <laughs> I, I was really worried with uh, Klintak and what they were going to do this offseason. Mm. Okay. You got me there, buddy. Yeah, the, I you mean, got me. yeah, and I think McCutcheon was one of the, I mean, yeah, I think McCutcheon was I one, was not super thrilled about was, it, but I, I wasn't he was angry like, either. He was one of, he was, if not the first, he was one of the first. I think he was. He was the first who was three years 45, and I was like, that yeah. is way too much. We both were kind of, okay, you know, it's kind of a lot, but well, I don't care anymore. <laughs> if he can play the way he's been playing, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'll live with it. As long as we can afford, we can afford Bryce still. Oh, yeah. We got Real Muto. Yep. And, you know, for real Muto, all we have to do is really prove that he wants to stay here. Well, we have him locked up for, two for next season as mm-hmm. well. Oh, I know we have Segura locked up for the next, like, four years. So that's yeah, good. that's or good. Or four or five years or something like that. Uh, Harper, obviously, is for the next 13 Lifetime. until we're dead. McCutcheon's <laughs> um, <laughs> um, here for the next three. So, yeah, I mean. Reese Hoskins ain't going anywhere. Hoskins is get. I think he's locked up. I think he's, his arbitration ends at, like, 2024. So he's locked up for the next five, six years. Um, so, you know, everyone is, everyone, and even our, even pitching, Nola, we just signed him to a four-year extension. Arietta's on the last year of his deal, though, isn't he? Uh, no, no second next, last, next, next year, year, next year is last year, but yeah, I mean, every, anyone I can, everyone in our lineup is pretty much locked up for the next, at least two years. Now, Jared Eikhoff is He's the rehabbing right now, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I saw, he was at spring training. I think he pitched a few games. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if he's healthy or not. Maybe he is, but he's. I know he's in the minors. Mm-hmm. He's a triple A. Now, <clears throat> here goes the thing, too. We see Vinny Velasquez as the fifth starter right now. Yeah. Let's say Eikhoff can come back uh-huh. or make his way back to the majors and like be a fifth starter. Yeah. Because that's what I think that he is. Okay. I don't think anything more of him. Yeah. I think Vinny Velasquez this season is a better asset to the bullpen. Yeah. And I know that's contradictory to things that I've said in the past. Yeah. No, I think But I, looking at the team and how it's changed, I can't make that argument anymore. It's a stupid argument for me to make, and it was probably stupid for me to make at the time. And that that just goes to show you how much your opinion can change when factors around your organization do change. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with that. I mean, you know. He came out and was so good, well, except that one game last year. Yeah. I remember he came out and just got rocked. No, but, I mean, a few games, he was, he was, he was good. He, he was slinging it early. Yeah. Early. And then the third inning would come around and right. it'd be, but, if, but no, if but he's he, a relief he did, pitcher. He did have a few outings where he did, he did, you know, that whole, the, the whole start was good, but then there's other outings where the first couple innings are good and then, you know, he falls off. But yeah, I think I agree. I mean, we've seen, you know, what he does and his tendencies are, he's good for, Two to three innings, and that's a bullpen guy. If he's a long reliever, right? That you know, that's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, and for a long, reliever, and he still has, he still has good stuff. Exactly, too. like exactly. his fastball is good. You know, he has he has movement on on his breaking balls. Um, yeah, I think I think right now, I mean, right now he's our fifth starter because we really don't have anyone else. But if there are if there's a move made or Eichoff can, can come back and be that fifth starter, then yeah, I think you put him in the bullpen 100 percent because I think he. As of right now, I think he his potential is highest when he's in the bullpen. Yeah, you, you stole the words right from my mouth. Yeah. There, I, there's nothing else to say about. And, I, I, and again, I like Vince, but 
you know, he's we've seen what he does, and all, well, no, all we've signs seen point, how much all signs point right now to a, a bullpen guy. We've seen how much he can frustrate us. Yes. But we've also seen his successes and what he is probably best at. Yes. And that would be a bullpen role. Yeah. So Like a long reliever type of guy. Exactly. And, and even as a long reliever, you can still be put in late in the game. It Absolutely. doesn't matter. yeah. But that just, say someone's getting rocked and it's the third inning. Right. You can come in and you pitch through. Yes. That's fine. And... <sighs> I think that's the best move for him. I mean... I think the third time around in the batting order was what really got Vinny last year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that that statement has a lot of validity for a lot of pitchers, but especially Vinny. I don't know what it is. Maybe he has a very repetitive motion. Yeah. But well, the good thing right now is we're we're getting a few days off, so we're only using a four guy rotation right yeah. now. Um. So that's good. But you know, once the season gets you know full fully swing. Full fully swing, swing yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna need that fifth starter. So you know, uh, it's gonna be Vince probably to start it off, and then. We'll see if a move's made or like off and come back. Uh, see, I like that you mentioned the fact that there could be a move made. We do have the trade pieces to do that. Now. 100%, yeah. Now, out of the pieces that we do have, I know it's very early, but your very early trade predictions, not for who, but who would be the first to go? Well, I mean, I think any any guy really in our farm system is, aside from like a few guy, a few of our top guys, like our top, top guys, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think you need to go nuts. I really don't. I mean, you know, I think we need one more starter, a lefty, preferably. Sean Manaya. Maybe. I, I now he's hurt for the year. He's out for the year. Uh, I think he had Tommy John. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, but we mentioned him last year, but we like him. Um, but yeah, um, and Oakland's good. They're not going to trade him. Um, I don't know. I mean, just, you, you don't have to go nuts. Like I said, just, you know, you know, try maybe get like a third or fourth from a bad team who's a lefty maybe maybe he's on a, like a on a aspiring contract um you know c- try to get him for cheap and then maybe one or f- one or two bullpen pieces to add uh but that's really it i mean i, I you know I, there's not 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 much else you need really i mean i think this team is p- close to complete i i think that you're missing our outfield extras oh well nick see. williams roman quinn well, I don't think I don't think the Phillies are going to trade Roman Quinn. If anyone, I think is going to trade Nick Williams. Yeah, that's because. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gabe Kapler doesn't like him. Well, that's not that he likes Nick Williams. But first of all, Gabe or Matt or whoever wants to do this, cut Aaron Altair, please. I hate him. Just cut. I, I, do you despise? Don't him? Don't even send him down to AAA. Just cut him. He's awful. I, wh- why is he on the team? I really want to know the answer. Every time he's up, he strikes out. Literally. Like, every time I see him up, he is striking out. What ray of hope do they see in that man's like, eyes? What do they see at all in that man? He pinch hit the other day, and I took a picture, yep. wrote an expletive under it, and yep. sent it to Chip. Yep, and I loved it. Yeah. I, I If us two are... If we are both thinking this... Yes. And also, I've talked to like my brother and my dad. They, all, they both hate him, too. A lot of my friends hate him. Just get him off the team. Like, and I know Roman Quinn's hurt, so you like you're filling a spot. But for the love, when Quinn comes back, he, I swear, if he's on the team still, I mean, I'm still gonna watch. But <laughs> he just he he, he's, he should not be on this team. Okay, okay. So we're we're on a gambling binge. Okay, I have, I have a proposition. Okay. Also, oh, oh, that's right. We did that. <laughs> what was mine again last week? Uh, if. Bryce Harper hits 50 home runs, I get to slam you in the face with a cake. And then what was yours? 
uh, if the Flyers make the playoffs, you slam me in the face with a kick that says Ryan sucks. <laughs> well, that's not happening. So I won that Crap. bet. Dude, Harper might hit 50, man. <clears throat> All right, so here here's the thing. Oh, jeez. If Aaron Altair is right. is still on the team, and no matter if he goes down and comes back up, yeah. if he's on the team at the All-Star break, okay. you get slapped in the face of the cake. Me? Yeah. Why? Because. No, it's you. No. Because there's nothing on you now because the Flyers are out of the playoffs. I'm sorry I'm a good gambler. Nah, that's not fair. Um, it should be you. You hate Altair, too. Okay, um, we gotta think of another Harper's my thing. Now I need something for you. If Aaron Altair is still on the team by July 22nd. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why that? I don't know. No, what about August 1st? There you go. Because that's the trade deadline and if he... Yep. Yeah, there you go. August 1st. August 1st. If he's still on the team... No, no. After the trade deadline. Alright, fine. Well, that's August 1st. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So August first, if he's st- or whatever, whenever the, the trade waiver deadline trade deadline. Okay, well, no, no, because we, we're not going <laughs> to no. After the trade deadline, August first, if he's still on the team, you get what? Slapped in the face with a cake. With a cake. There you go. Okay. All right. There. That's yours. Because right. the Flyers are out of the playoffs. They suck, and you know, y- yippee freaking do. And the Harper one is still on for me. Oh. Gotta stop gambling. Harper. <laughs> well, again, it's legal, so we're good. Sports gambling, we're all good. No, I don't even, this isn't monetary, this is just... That's fine. But this isn't really gambling, there's no money involved. I mean, obviously this would go on the YouTube page. Well, 100%, 100% yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, and there's no money involved, so it's not like, you know, we could put that money, but we're not. No, we're, Maybe we're, afterwards. We're good peoples. Yeah. Uh, but... Philly's looking great. Yeah, dude. Overall, uh, let's just... It's so fun. Gabe, Gabe, you might have won me, though. Yeah, dude. If you keep this up, you're hopping on the on the Ryan bandwagon. Oh no, Ryan's hopping on the gay bandwagon. Oh yeah, and the the bandwagon is hopping you know, on Gabe's another band. Ba- right, Gabe, yeah. yeah, right, right. So it's a ba- it's we're already on the bandwagon inception. We've been on the Phillies bandwagon, but we're now we're bandwagon bandception or bandwagon bandwagon inception. Bandwagonception. Yes. A bandwagon within a bandwagon. Hashtag bandwagonception. Now, what happens if Gabe Kapler hops on the Nick Williams bandwagon and actually uses him? <laughs> I'm fine with that. That would be... But you know what he's already on? He's on the Aaron Altair bandwagon right now. All right, he's got to get off of that. He's that... got to get off Until of that. Until he is off of that. ASAP, dude. <laughs> Until he's off of that, I'm not on the Gabe bandwagon. No. But, but all right, I, I think that's really... that's We've covered everything. Go Phillies, they're finally fun. Let's enjoy it. I am stoked that the Phillies are. Oh in my god! I, I I look forward to watching them now. It's not like oh the Phillies are on. Oh well, like you know, it's it's different now. Like it's just I don't. It's fun. See, I, I think we seem to forget too that the Bryce Harper signing might be the biggest signing in Philadelphia sports history. Probably. It's and great. We we're alive to see it. And we're going to be alive. Yeah, I'm going to be. And then we're probably going to die by the end of his contract. <laughs> I'm going, no, I'm going to be 37. Yeah. Which is pretty much... That's whack. That is crazy, isn't it? I'll be 34, 33, 44. 30, yeah, you'll be... 34, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to... Oh, boy. All right, well... And Bryce Harper will be like 40, so... Okay, also... Uh, this is just our typical BS segment at this point. All right. Uh, I need... Auburn to beat Virginia. Oh, you're like a pool or something? Yep. Oh. Yeah, uh, so 
I called Auburn to the Final Four. I was the only one in my entire bracket you to call what? Auburn to the Final Four. I didn't do any pulls or anything, but the first before the first game, I was watching the Auburn, whatever, whoever they played in the first round. Yep. And the guy mentioned, one of the announcers was like, Oh wow, Duke, yeah. Duke, Duke. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> everyone Zaga, picked Duke. Zaga lost. The two people pick, pick Virginia. Virginia so if, Virgi- if Virginia loses, I win. Villanova. <laughs> uh, rip. Yeah, it, it, two sad souls. North Carolina lost, lost too. So yeah, the only one is Virginia in this one. But I was so again, I was watching the Auburn game in the first round, and the announcer was like, "Auburn's probably one of the probably the best three point shooting team in this tournament." And as soon as he said that, I'm like, they're going to they're going to the championship. I mean, look at this Final Four, and if Duke didn't lose to Michigan State, I called Texas Tech going too. Really? Yep. Got and you called Virginia Auburn. Yep. Wow. That's pretty good. And I mean, Duke only lost by a point too. They did. So that was just a toss up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Auburn's good, man. <sighs> See, the only thing I had LSU upset in Michigan State. Honestly, Auburn reminds me of Villanova last year. I, I agree because they play they, they they shoot the three really well. Well, Okiki's out. Oh yeah. Do you think with that injury that I mean they can again I, and I think if they continue to shoot the three ball well, I think they can beat anyone. Well, and Virginia showed weakness. They did. They, they showed did. weakness. Yeah, and a lot of the games have been close, man. They, they you know they squeaked some games out. Purdue. Yeah. If Auburn can put up a fight, I don't think Virginia can squeak out of this one. Yeah, no, it's gonna be they're, they're both these games are gonna be. Good games, man. And I just want to give props to Charles Barkley, too, because he makes the NCAA so much more fun to watch when he is riled up. <laughs> well, now Auburn's in the Final Four, so yeah, that makes everything better. Up. Yeah, When Villanova won, I was in Houston there. I didn't. I wasn't right. The first in, time they won. Yeah, the first time they won in 16. They, uh, Charles Barkley did his dance. I didn't see that because I was too busy <laughs> going nuts. screaming, going nuts, and cursing out North Carolina fans next to me. But... Watching that video of Charles Barkley dancing up and down. Looked like he won a million bucks. Yep. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, man. What a character. This tournament went from being boring to being entertaining. Yeah, no. it was, The first two rounds were bad. Like, there was really rarely any Nothing upsets. Nothing the, the The biggest upset was UC Irvin, then they lost to Oregon, who which was another upset, but that was really it. I mean, you know, a lot of the top seeds won. Every first, every one seed made it to a Sweet 16 at least, and then North Carolina lost. And then when Duke, when Duke, I think when Duke lost that, you know, that flipped the switch. I think. I don't even know if it was just Duke. Or you know, no, when Auburn, when Auburn beat North North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they didn't beat. They didn't play North Carolina. Or yeah, they did. No, they did. Auburn upset North Carolina. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're right. You're right. Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely. When you know when Auburn, when Auburn was starting to you know make a run a little bit, that's I think that's when it switched a little bit. Well, they beat North Carolina, and then they beat Kentucky. That's that's right. where the fun... Right. Once Auburn beat North Carolina, I think that's when the tournament got fun. Right. Purdue also made the tournament fun. I know that yeah. like, I'm a big Villanova fan. The fact that I'm saying that means that they were just a really good team. That, that Purdue-Tennessee game yep. was... That was a good game. I man. thought Tennessee should have uh, beat them. But... <laughs> no, that was that was a really good game. That was an unbelievable game. And then the Duke-Michigan State game was unbelievable. Uh, the Duke-UCF game. That was a crazy game. Look, if Taco, that was an underrated game, all Taco had to do was not. Oh, I foul. know, Taco man. Uh, oh man. And the crazy thing is, what twenty, thirty years ago, he's a number one draft pick. Yep. Yep. Number one overall. He's not even being talked about right now. 
I, he'll probably go late second round. He might. But. Oh. That's one might take a chance on him. But, yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Dude, it's wild. Hey, did you see the Gatorade bottle in his hand? <laughs> it's like a, a little baby sippy yeah. cup. <laughs> yeah, he was huge. He was giving Zion fits, man. Yep. And then he fell out, and then Zion went off. <sighs> All right, fine. Duke lost. The Duke lost. It's fine. Uh, uh, t- uh, uh, his brother's a Duke fan. Yeah, tell, tell your brother Duke sucks. My brother's a Duke fan, and we always make fun of him for it. And we always call him a front runner. So, yeah, yeah I don't call him a front runner. I just I call do. him a pansy. Really. I call him yeah. a front runner. And when they lost, oh, I texted him. I was like, and he was the he he was at the Phillies game at the time when they lost. So I had to <laughs> text him. I was like, and I just said Duke lost in all caps, and I just started laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> I did the cry, the laughing crying emoji. I just dude, did ha ha's. The, the laughing crying emoji pisses me off more than ha ha's do. I don't know what it is about that thing because you gets see because you see the emotion from the face. Like you see what the people are trying to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just like it's just me laughing in your face now, like laughing, dying, laughing at something. If we got into a heated argument and you sent me that emoji, I would probably like. I'd be scared. I'd be mad. I'd be yeah, scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Note to self: Don't ever send uh, Ryan uh, the crying or the laughing crying emoji. That's all our comments are going to be now. <laughs> all right, oh, yeah, God. All right. Uh, anything else to add there? Do we have a poll possibility for this week? Well, the only thing I can think of is Phillies at this moment. I mean, or Sixers. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll be, think of something. And put it's it going to be Phillies or Sixers. So look out for that. We'll put it up. All right. Well, with that being said, we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Bandwagon Podcast. Uh, find us on Philadelphia Sports Nation under podcasts. You can see the Bandwagon Podcast as well as Birds Banter. Uh, and many others. Many others. Uh, you can find me, Ryan Michaels, for Phillies Nation. Uh, you can find Chip under Christopher Tiernan for Eagles Nation. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PHL The Bandwagon. Follow us on Facebook at PHL The Bandwagon. Um, you can also find good PHL Sports Nation gear at Wagrin Entertainment. He has great merchandise up there. That hoodie is so comfortable. Um, I like the hats, too. The hats are dope. Yeah, they are. All right, well, give us some comments. Give us some feedback. Let us know how you feel. Let us know if you hate us. Let us know if you love us. Most of all, if you hate us, curse words. Curse words. All right. <laughs> all right, we thank you guys for listening. We'll see you at the next stop. Go Phils.